What is up, y'all? How you doing? It's Jason here again, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northbound in the car with me. Welcome. Enjoy the ride. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about understanding the next step of your listener's journey. Now, if you don't know, I run a website called IamNorthbound.com, and if you go there, you'll get access to all of the content. You can sign up for a week uh, for free. doesn't cost anything. And you can go through and watch all the content in a week if you want and then cancel your subscription. That's totally fine. I'd prefer you get the information. But if you want to stay subscribed, I'd try to keep it as affordable as possible. It's a few dollars per week. I think it's like $19 a month. Stupidly cheap considering. When I saw that everyone else was charging hundreds of dollars a month uh, for similar base circles, I was like, nah, let's help music artists out. So on that episode, uh, on that, uh, sorry, website, this week's episode of Real Talk, I actually, uh, well, last week's now, or maybe two weeks ago by the time this comes out, I... Um, actually did an episode about this and dove into all the advanced uh, strategies behind this. So if you like this and want more information or want some more of stuff like, you know, what I'm talking about today, then you're going to love that I'm not bound in a circle and go check that episode out because uh, I'm going to, I'll describe it more in depth and with more, um, I'll dive into more of the specificness of it uh, because, yeah, I understand that not everyone who listens to I'm Northbound wants to dive that deep in the advanced stuff, so I don't want to kind of cloud this podcast with that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, I wanted to kind of touch on it because I think it's an important topic and I really feel like uh, music artists could benefit from understanding this. Um, have you ever tried to release anything, whether it be music, whether it be, a, you know, a new post? even, or if it's a video, music video, or a blog, or a um, vlog even, or, a, you know, I'm sure you get the picture by now, uh, any type of content online, really, if you just bring out a studio update, and no one checks it out, and you wonder why that is, and you might think to yourself, well, I didn't promote it hard enough, I need to promote harder, but it's probably not the case, like, if you are promoting it properly, like, as in, if you're putting a significant effort into promotion, chances are that people know exactly that you've released something new, but they might just not know why they should check it out, or uh, they might not feel that they're prepared to take that step. Now, what I want you to do is, I want to encourage you to consider your entire music journey or your user's journey, listener's journey, sorry, more specifically, um, as, wow, I just saw a man walking around nearly naked. How weird is that? Anyway, geez, the stuff I see in the car, only ever when I'm recording an I Am Northbound episode, by the way, the drives are so boring without it, and I'm seeing car crashes, I'm, someone nearly hit me, now I saw a nearly naked man walking across the street. Um, anyway, where was I? So you're going to be thinking about your listener's journey like it's a staircase, and every time you ask someone to do something, it's like asking them to step up a step to get closer to where you want to take them, which ideally is becoming a true fan. Now, if you've read The 40 Songwriter, which is my book, or if you've heard me talk about, um, you know, this type of thing before, I talk about dividing your audience into segments and that, that audience segmentation I call the listen path. And it's the journey from a listener who's just found out about you toward becoming, as they move toward becoming a true fan. Now, the destination is always getting them to become a true fan and they've got to take steps along that journey. So uh, consider this to be a more um, specific approach to looking at the listen path rather than saying they move through the different segments the steps are going to be the things that take them there and maybe them interacting with a specific type of post is a step toward becoming a true fan, especially if they're highly compatible and they align with the message that you're pushing out, which is incredibly important. 
go check out the episode I did a couple of episodes ago on setting your marketing foundation correctly if you haven't already because you need that in place first. But if you set that up and you're putting content out there, these are the steps that are going to lead people toward developing more of a connection with you and moving toward becoming a fan, right? So you need to be thinking of it like a staircase. You might not think that what you're asking them to do, and pay attention to this bit if you've zoned out, this is what I want you to listen to because it's the most important thing to get drilled into your mind. You might not think you might not think what you're asking them to do is a big step, but it probably is, okay? If you're not getting the response you're wanting people to do or give the response you want to get, the, what you're asking them to do is too big of an ask, okay? It might not seem that big to you, but it will be to your listeners and the numbers and data and your analytics will show you that, okay? It's because you know what the art is and you know what the benefits are on the other side of it, but your listener doesn't yet, okay? So they're not educated enough. Now, if we talk about, um, was it Eugene Schwartz that came up with the awareness model? We could dive into that. We'll talk about that another day. But essentially, people are different stages of aware and you've got to cater to those different stages of awareness uh, in your marketing and your messaging more specifically. And you can't expect people, like that's why I say you get highly compatible listeners because these are people who are most likely pain aware. You don't have to educate them on what the pain is and then on top, then uh, you know, educate them on what the uh, solution is and then educate them on what the product is. Like if they're already pain aware, you can drive them to the solution and then you obviously have to say that you're the solution there. But ideally, you'd want to find people who are above pain aware, who are already solution aware, knowing that there's some kind of a solution and then you just put yourself in. But usually that's more to do with the business world where you have a specific product that you're trying to sell people. So that's why pain aware is pretty good because you're not... Um, you're just trying to get people to join communities and groups and join your audience, like not actually sell them a product or a solution to that thing. So whatever, that's kind of getting a bit sidetracked. Um, but what you want to do is, is, is the steps that you're asking to do are likely going to be bigger than you think they are. You might be thinking, oh, it's so, it's so, you're thinking to yourself, it's so simple. I just released a new song. Why can't they just listen? Like you're thinking, why can't they just listen to one single song? Just put it on three minutes. That's all it's going to take. Like that's not a big ask. Just play press play on my song and my stream counts will go up and it will be worth it. That's gonna, it's a way bigger ask than you think it is because why should they check it out? You know, like it, it's not a big ask. Like, I mean, it's not a big deal to give four minutes, but they have to want to give it. And there's a huge difference between someone who doesn't know much about you giving three minutes of their time to you, especially when they're not, it doesn't exist in a vacuum. They're likely not just sitting around bored looking for stuff to do. They're probably, um, looking at you talking, you know, your message asking that also your advertisement or your promotion, your messaging, asking them to check the song out, probably at an inopportune time as most people use mobile phones, uh, you know, to pass time when they're in environments in which listening to a song would not be uh, an incredibly, um, you know, it's a fluent process, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's like, so it probably is a bigger ask, but there's a big difference between someone who doesn't know anything about you and someone who's a huge fan of your music. See you post about it. Like, Oh geez, three minutes. That's nothing to check out this song. Cause the value of what they receive is way higher than the value that, uh, sorry, of what they have to give in order to receive it. So it's a transactional exchange. And that's what I dive into in the, I'm not Band episode. You need to drive up the value of what they're receiving so that what they're giving doesn't seem like a big deal anymore. Because if they don't know who you are or what you're about, they're like, I'm really going to sit around for three minutes listening to an artist I don't know anything about. See, it's not, it's, it's a one-sided exchange for them. And you're asking them to trust you. And it's like, people want to do that. There's too much content online. They have no reason to trust you. You'd have to be slightly curious 
about your content already and in the second stage of the listen path to want to give you a chance um, purely of uh, trusting you because you know they have no reason to if they don't know you. That's pretty straightforward. But what you're going to do is, is make those steps smaller. You might be also thinking, it's like, just give me your email address and sign up to my emailing list. It's just your email. Like, just put it in, press enter, that's fine. But it's way bigger of a step than you think, okay? So don't, like, if you're not getting people signing up, it's because they're not far enough down the listen path to interact with that type of offer. So the value, again, remember, it's a big thing for them to give you their email address because they don't care yet. Do you know what I mean? So you need to get them to care so they care enough to give you that so that they, it's, it, in their mind, it's like, well, why wouldn't I give you my email address? Look how much I get in return. That's why you need to pump up the other side of the transaction. Like, look how much you get in return for giving me your email address. And this is a mistake I see a lot of music artists make. I was going to use another example, but um, it ties in really well because usually when people try to think of ways to increase the value of what people will receive by giving their email address, which is likely to join some form of newsletter or email list. It's the same thing as when people start a Patreon and they're like, just give me a couple of dollars per month. It's a couple of dollars. You can go without that. It really helped me out though. It's like, yeah, you might not think it's a big deal, but it is. Why are they paying you money? What do they get out of it? And if you're saying, oh, well, they'll get exclusive new music and access. So you're just giving them more of what they don't care about yet. It might sound harsh, but they don't care yet. So you need to get them to care so that listening to exclusive music is going to be great. Now, how do you do that? Remember, your listeners are likely, if you're doing it right, they're highly compatible with your message. They're saying, I have an issue. Like the issue you have, I have that headache. And you're saying, my, and you're, you're saying your music, you're saying so your music is that headache tablet to my headache. That's cool. But what else can you do? Giving me a community to feel like I'm around people that are similar to me. That's great. I love that. That feels good. That removes my headache a bit. What else? Well, if you're providing content that talks about the issue so I can feel like I'm moving toward a better future, I like that as well. And you got music that kind of like is the soundtrack to this journey that I'm on? Sign me up. That's an incredible way to increase the value. And now they're like, yeah, I'm just going to give you my email and I get all this stuff that's going to help me with my headache. You know what I mean? They care about their pain first. They don't care about what your new music sounds like. I mean, people are way more likely to give music a... Um, a go based on the message than they are the genre. Like I think advertising your music, when people say, you know, things like check this out if, for fans of this band and for this band, it's like, if you want to listen to those bands, you'll listen to those bands. You know what I mean? No one's going to do Foo Fighters better than the Foo Fighters. So why not just be you and stop trying to compare to other people? Like advertising a few genre is a really stupid thing. I, in my opinion, it's like, um, and even doing so is like advertising before someone listens to like Metallica or watches a Metallica video on YouTube, putting in like a pre-roll ad on YouTube being like, Hey, before you listen to Metallica, we kind of sound like them. You should check us out. And some music artists are like, that's a genius strategy because you target people based on their behavior right before they interact with the content they want. But I think that's silly. It's like going to McDonald's or whatever and, um, seeing people in line and saying, Hey, before you buy McDonald's, do you want to buy my burgers? They'd be like, what? No, I want McDonald's. Get out of here. Right. So it's like, they're going to skip you out and watch Metallica anyway, because that's the itch they want scratched. So what is something that they can't scratch is usually a pain that they haven't been able to remove themselves or something that they just want to feel a little bit like an itch. They want scratched that makes them feel a little bit better, like relief from it. They might not remove it. I'm not asking you. And sometimes people get confused. They're like, well, I'm talking about mental health issues. I'm not a therapist. I can't fix people's mental health issues. So you're not meant to, you're just meant to provide like just a bit of comfort so that it, it feels like the journey that they're on 
isn't them walking it alone. And they'll develop an un, a ridiculous amount of connection with you as a result of that. And it's the same reason as to why if you, after this episode, think through all of the songs that you have like a huge connection with. Be like, those are my favorite songs ever. And chances are, not always, because sometimes we do like songs for other reasons. And I'm not saying that it's to do specifically with the sound of the music by itself, but it's usually tied to a specific time of our life. And maybe it reminds us of a friend. It's a different, oh, you know, I, I, um, something good or whatever. But um, it's still a connection we've built, but it's on the other side. It's the positive side. But a lot of the time, the songs that we love so much that we just have such a connection with are songs that got us through really tough times. And we're like, damn, that, I listened to that song so much when I was going through that. And I'll always have a special place in my heart for that song. And therefore, that band. So if that band comes out and says, hey, I'm touring to your country or your city, and they're like, it's 20 years from now, there's a good chance that you'll probably still want to go and check them out because 20 years later, you've still got a huge connection toward them because they got you through a tough time. Now, what you're trying to do is instead of just letting your listeners fall upon that, a perfect scenario and situation like you likely did. We're trying to engineer them and create them. So you get more opportunity for that to be how people discover you, not um, a chance that people discovers you that way. And a few people are like, yeah, I just happened to figure it out. It's like, let's build these quote unquote serendipitous circumstances and engineer them and um, construct them so that they can fall the way that you would like them to. Anyway, I hope that made sense. Just ultimately go check out the episode. It's called people don't care unless people care. They don't care or something like that. I can't remember what I called it, but it's something like that. And I will dive into this type of um, the topics that we've talked about and the one we talked about the steps and arranging it because I dive very deep in that episode into how I sold the 40 songwriter book and how the steps that I were bringing out were too big. And my book wasn't uh, successful when I first launched it, but I kept lowering the steps until the book became a bestseller and I sold tens and tens of thousands of copies. Um, so if you want all my secrets on how I did that, literally just telling you the secrets of the success I found, go check it out. I'm northbound.com free to join. Uh, listen to all those episodes in a week and then cancel your subscription. As I said, I don't care. I'm not here to try to take money off you. But if you want to stay subscribed, you'll receive episodes each week uh, that dive into the most up-to-date and best stuff I have to offer. Plus over a hundred hours of stuff that you can check out. Anyway, thank you so much. Uh, to everyone who has uh, been listening to these new episodes since I've started releasing them again. Thank you so unbelievably much to the people who have put reviews up about the podcast. I can't thank you enough. Oh my goodness, you know who you are. You are the best. And sincerely, thank you so much. There was one I read specifically, um, was it on Podbean? Uh, that was just the best. It totally made my day. Um, forgive me, I can't remember your name exactly. I don't even think they told me your name because it just showed me the review. But um, yes, reach out because I just am so thankful and I want to say thank you to you personally. It just made me so happy hearing how much you enjoy this podcast and saying it's better than all the other shows and you've checked them all out. That's just crazy because I'm just a dude who rants. And um, the fact that you think my show is better than people who probably put in a lot more effort than I do just driving in my car. I don't know. It blows my mind and just makes me so happy. Um, but yes, you're motivating me and inspiring me to create better content. So thank you so much. If you haven't left a review, I would love it so much if you did. It just helps the show climb the rankings a bit better. And um, yeah, it just helps me get more content out there and more people help more music artists and get more music heard to help more people, right? You know how it is. Anyway, I've just arrived home. I'm in the garage. Looking forward to uh, talking to you on the next episode. 
And yeah, I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the I Am Northbound podcast. I hope you loved it. Why not check out another episode? I'm sure you can find one right below wherever you found this one. But before you do, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And it would mean the world to me if you could leave a rating and a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on right now. It helps me grow the podcast more than you know. And that way I can help more music artists change lives with their music too. 